time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. One Colonel Cook, a traveler in space. He's landed on a remote planet several million miles from his point of departure. He can make an inventory of his plight by just one 360-degree movement of head and eyes. Colonel Cook has been set adrift in an ocean of space in a metal lifeboat that has been scorched and destroyed and will never fly again. He survived the crash, but his ordeal is yet to begin. Now he must give battle to loneliness. Now Colonel Cook must meet the unknown. It's a small planet set deep in space, but for Colonel Cook, it's the Twilight Zone. Episode number 129 of the Twilight Zone was Probe 7 over and out. And uh, Sean, this is actually one of my all-time favorite episodes. Really? really? And I'm not not ashamed to admit it. I I liked it a lot. Um, I can tell you that um, it begins a, a... One, two, three, four punch of very Twilight Zone titles. Um, Probe seven over and out. The seventh is made up of phantoms. A drink from a certain fan, uh, fountain and 90 years without slumbering are all very Twilight Zone titles. Yeah, definitely very Twilight Zone-ish. Um, <laughs> but we're on Probe seven over and out. Sorry. Uh, so did you ever see, uh, well, did you ever read uh, the... Um, Ray Bradbury, uh, Martian Chronicles, or um, see see the no. see the see the amazingly cheesy movie version, uh, TV. No, ver- no, no. TV I version. definitely never saw the movie, and if I read it, it would have been a very long time ago, and not like didn't like dive into it or anything. Okay, because because this actually, um, you know, I, I'm assuming if somebody's listening to this uh, podcast, they've probably seen the episode anyway, so we probably don't have to worry too much about spoilers. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, we, we, we could get it, you know, do a deeper dive into this a little bit, uh, later, but, uh, it always reminded me of, of how they, a turn the things take in the Martian Chronicles. Sure. Yeah. This but, was, uh, um, like you so, I, sorry, go ahead. So we've so only been doing is, this for 122 episodes. Yeah. That, that, that's all. Um, <laughs> so th- this, uh, this is probably, uh, you know, just a, I mean, it really is just a, a bottle episode because, you know, you're right. They, they had like at most two sets. Yeah. And the um, the guy uh, back at home base talking is like, I don't know. Sometimes you're so immersed in an episode where it feels like <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. Um, you could ve- you could very much tell that, that Larrabee was on a soundstage. Yeah, I I would think so. And and there's. Um, I mean, there, there's, there's basically three of them, isn't there? Is, is that basically, I believe, I believe it's just him and Adam and Eve. Yeah. Well, way to spoil the ending. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have not done that in years, by the way, <laughs> but thank God I could do it on one of your favorite episodes. <laughs> Well, like I said, uh, I, I think that uh, that that most people, if they're even <laughs> listening to us, like it, it's like they're they're going to get anything out of this podcast if they haven't oh, watched the episode. Oh shit! It was already. Adam and Eve all along. <laughs> I didn't even notice that when I was watching it, <laughs> despite the fact that uh, Rod Serling's closing narration basically says it. 
Isn't like the fruit that she offers at the end, like apples backwards or something like that? Uh, well, no, I mean, it, uh, she clearly <laughs> offers him an apple. Um, I, I, I think that I think the narration is going on, so I don't think that you actually like she, she calls it anything. Uh, I, I could be wrong. That that wasn't something I was paying attention to when I was when I was watching it. Um, so we're we're following Colonel Cook. And we do learn uh, later on that it's Adam Cook. Yes. Uh, so he is played by uh, Richard Basehart, who I forget how I had even uh, stumbled across this, but uh, Richard Basehart was the, uh, uh, he was the rich old guy that saves Michael Knight in Knight Rider at, at the very beginning. That, that'll be the next show we do. Yeah. Uh, watching Knight Rider from the, from the beginning. Yeah. yeah. All one that, hour episodes, I believe. That that uh, oh oh dear Lord! How, wait, let me let me now, now now you've piqued my curiosity. Let's see. Actually, you what know what? I'm I'm not even joking anymore. If we do do another one of these, it has to be the original Quantum Leap. Uh yeah. Which which by the way, I, I'm. Uh, it sounds like it's doomed from the very beginning. But I'm I'm digging the new Quantum Leap. Oh yeah, I, I haven't watched it. Uh. So it looks like uh, Knight Rider is 86 episodes. So if we did, uh, if we did actually do a, a a thing, a run through of Knight Rider, it would be 86 episodes. But uh, okay, now now the uh, now you've got my uh, curiosity peaked. So how how much? Uh, <laughs> and, and if uh, 86 episodes, you know, if they're an hour long, that is basically 176 half hour episodes. <laughs> And, and Quantum Leap. Uh, well, now I can't get through the new Quantum Leap. Like I'm, I'm trying to look up how many episodes Quantum Leap was, but uh, Quantum Leap like... is 97 episodes, but they're all an hour, so that would that would be a commitment. And the fact that man, yeah, and that really is a true anthology too. I mean, they are all they're not all bottle episodes, but the overarching yeah, so... narrative doesn't really come in too often, like in X Files or something like that. Yeah, so that's um, that's ninety seven hours, okay, Whew. of content. So the Twilight Zone was a hundred and twenty um, half hour, half hour episode. So that's sixty, 60 hours. hours plus an extra twenty two ish, um, no twenty ish uh, hour long episodes. So it's it, it it would be more of a commitment than Even, uh, than yeah, Twilight. At least watching it. Yeah, and I would imagine with the uh, <laughs> all of the like social issues that you know that show tackled from week to week, I would imagine the the discussion would be longer, longer than we took on Uncle Simon. Uh, yes, definitely. Last uh, week, yeah, that that was. Uh, I I, th I do believe that that set a record uh, for, for time. <laughs> and we're out. I hate this episode. <laughs> Robin the um, robots here. Look at my poster. Have a great day. That, that's that's pretty much it yeah um so this particular episode follows uh astronaut uh cook who crash lands on a uh on a uh on a on a uh a planet that uh seems to be very similar to the planet that he's from which by the way since we've already given away the ending um <laughs> as you're watching it if you're watching it for the very first time you would probably assume that he's from earth of course you you would be wrong. Um, what? 
<laughs> so he's uh, so he crash lands on on this planet, and uh, most of his equipment is uh, is knocked out, but uh, his radio does work. Uh, you know, so he's able to communicate uh, back and forth with his uh, with his home planet. Uh, so he's got a he's got a broken arm and pretty much you know no no supplies or anything. Yeah. Uh, but he establishes contact with his his home planet and learns that uh, there's they they've decided it was a Tuesday they were bored so we're gonna have a nuclear war. Yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot going on in this episode. And uh, so, first of all, I have to say that um, they're they're both very dramatic about everything. <laughs> like, first of all, you got you got Cook who's acting like they should care about him. Uh, you know, which at that point, he's lucky they're even bothering to talk to him because, you know, there's a nuclear war going on. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Larrabee and, and, is talking to to Cook, like, most of the time, like, pretty nonchalantly. Um, but what? it's like, hey, bud, so, there's a nuclear war going on. So so first, it's very nonchalantly about, hey, you know, there's there's a war going on that that, that kind of sucks for us. Yeah, but then he get, he gets to the point where you know uh, Cook is you know clearly kind of feeling sorry for himself, and he 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 gives him a talking to about that, and he's like, "Hey, listen, it, it sucks that you're on this planet here, but the mushrooms are sprouting over here." <laughs> um, and, and so you know, it gives him a little tough love there, and then he just launches into like these Shakespearean you know like epic epic poems about uh, about uh, you know earth dying it really <laughs> or, or they really or their do. planet it's, dying it really feels like you know where the, he's talking to horatio or something like that yeah uh l- listen i don't know uh you know if uh, york if uh if if if, if things go south with uh, ukraine and uh you know bad things happen I, listen i don't know uh, how i'm going to react to that i'm probably not going to be uh waxing poetic about the end of the world i'm i'm you know, probably either going to be running towards or away from where I, I think bombs are going to be going off. That that's pretty much what I'm going to be, what I'm going to be doing. And you know what? If I if my arm has a boo boo and I'm up in space, you're not going to be feeling sorry for me. No, no. Like, I mean, on, honestly, if we're if we're recording this podcast <laughs> while you know th- things uh, things start to happen, bombs start start falling. And you've like, you know, you, you twisted your ankle before we started recording. I'm going to be a little mad at you if that's, if that's what you're, uh, if that's what you're focused on. Hey guy, there's a, there's a couple other things going on right now. I wish I was in space. Cause you know, first of all, people are depending on this to get this podcast done. It's true. It's true. Got to get it done. Um, and, uh, and second, we're all going to die anyway. So, <laughs> and like, of course, Colonel Cook doesn't know this, but he's you know on a similar planet with a pretty right. lady that maybe just needs a shower. A, a similar planet with you know oxygen and and you know plant life and everything. You, you can grow um, stuff. No nuclear bombs going off. It seems like he's in pretty good shape. Quit your whining. Things are great. You got all the apples you can eat. Yeah, eventually your arm's gonna heal. You'll 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 be back to throwing knuckleballs any any day now. <laughs> no, no, no big deal. Just stop complaining. Good, good lord. Just 
every sports team and everybody you've ever loved back in your home planet is dead. Yeah, that that's all. Including your own old friend Larrabee in a couple minutes. Uh so uh eventually he does uh he does uh sort of like there are subtle signs that he's not alone on this on this uh, particular planet, which which by the way, I you know I, I don't know why this is what popped in my head, but uh, I don't I don't know if you've seen the movie Alien Covenant. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Spo- spoiler alert for that one. Um, you know when <laughs> when they run when they run into like the uh, the the aliens instead of being like a a face hugger thing, like a guy steps on a spore and yeah. it like shoots up his nose and that ends up causing an alien to grow in his stomach. Um. So, like, if you're on another planet where you don't know what anything actually is, to run into a situation where, you know, you can breathe the air, there's plants, and it turns out there's a uh, uh, there's there's a woman. Again, what are you complaining about? Yeah, things are fine. Things are fine. Count your blessings. Yeah, I I, I don't understand that. But, uh, you know, some people just aren't grateful. For, so some people keep, uh, you know, they keep focusing focusing on what they don't have instead of what they have. It's true. It's so true. That's what I've always said about the Twilight Zone. <laughs> so uh, so eventually, after uh, after playing hide-and-seek for a while, they, they do eventually cross paths. And interestingly enough, I had been living my entire life believing that this was another Elizabeth Montgomery episode. Oh, yeah. It does, it does really look like uh, a lot like her. Yeah, but but uh, a, like alas, it is not. Like yeah, huh? Like, I, uh, I, I, I was shocked when I, I looked at this episode and saw that it was uh, Antoinette Boyer and not Elizabeth Montgomery. Interesting. Yeah, and she's still with us. So you know, Antoinette, yeah. if you're still if if you're listening to this, look us up. <laughs> I don't know why, but look us up. I, I hope one day we, we actually do get a like a like an email from from somebody. Hey, I, I heard you mention the episode I was on. That'd be great. That'd be great to hear it, from Antoinette Bauer. Unless it's Billy Moomy, then I mean, we, do, we, do we really want to hear from him? <laughs> Not really. Sorry, if you're listening, we would like to hear from you. Billy. We would, Billy. Come on, Billy. We love you, Billy. <laughs> uh, so eventually, they 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 cross paths. At, at one point, she. Um, uh, you know, obviously she's not very trusting of him, right? Um, but eventually they do uh, they they do get together a little bit. Right about the time that uh, that that uh, Larrabee says, uh, you know, his he goes into his uh, his soliloquy about uh, about you know life and and, and the universe yeah. and everything. Um, he... Go ahead. Oh no, I was uh, he. Um... <sighs> You like you're pointing out that they wax that Larrabee specifically wax poetic is exemplified no better than when um, he's talking about like uh, I hope you find peace I hope you know whoever you meet there won't come at you with anger and all this stuff and it's like <laughs> laying it on very thick it's a little too like you know on the nose but um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, just, just the dialogue think, could have been tweaked a little bit, I think. What, what, whatever survivors are left on that planet, like that's that's the last word they're all going to have. That's the last yeah. word for that civilization. Just just yeah. makes me want to just makes me want to punch him in the face and be like, "What, really? You're the last survivor? Come on!" 
<laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, so eventually, uh, you know, after a little bit of, uh, you know, sizing each other up and everything, they, uh, they, they both kind of realize they're not a threat and, you know, they'd probably be better off uh, together as opposed to, to apart. And uh, we we learned that uh, that, that uh, the astronaut's name is is Adam Cook, and what? Uh, and, and her name is uh, Norda, which um, her full name is actually Norda Eve. And so uh, I, apparently, for what? some reason, for some reason, uh, Norda decided she was just going to drop her first name, <laughs> and so then Adam and Eve. Uh, be, begin their their new life on on a planet she calls Earth, <laughs> um, and uh, and eventually she she hands him an apple and they all live happily ever after. And I, you know, what's I don't know. I I really enjoyed the um the kind of closing narration where Rod Serling kind of says like, and maybe what they're where they're going right now isn't exactly eden or he says not really called eden but like i kind of interpreted that as you know where they're going isn't you know it's probably not the perfect place but it's it's the only earth we have right which means this is just a big allegory for climate change no um no i i thought that this uh, i can see why this is one of your favorite episodes it's 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 done well like i said i i think the the dialogue could be tweaked but um this is done in a way that previous twilight zone there's there's another one where i think like um i think it's where we have the the most annoying uh antagonist in in the series um <clears throat> where the family is trying to escape their planet and you just assumed it's earth because they're all people that, who look like us and but oh, it's a it, it's third from the sun yeah 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 and they're going to earth so and i want to say that there's like one maybe two other ones uh you know where oh my gosh where we're going to or where we are is not earth and we thought it was or it is earth and we didn't think it was as, um, as troy mcclure once said oh my gosh i was wrong it was earth all along do you know these people names familiar are they they lived a long time ago perhaps they're part fable perhaps they're part fantasy and perhaps the place they're walking to now is not really called Eden. We offer it only as a presumption. This has been the Twilight Zone. Gabatron? Oh my God, I was wrong. It was Earth all along. You finally made a monkey. Yes, we finally made a monkey. Yes, you finally Zan!